Hello, hello, what's going on everybody? You're listening to NYU's premier student news and culture show, The Rundown, here on WNYU 89.1 FM and online everywhere at WNYU.org. I'm your host, Harrison B.J. Choi. Today we've got two great stories focused on a quirky national holiday that many of you may not know of, as well as a briefing on the Eric Gardner case. To start things off for tonight, here's Anna Van Dyne. It's 5.30 a.m., it's lightly raining outside, and I'm sitting in my barn milking my dairy cow, my Guernsey dairy cow. That's my friend and former history teacher, Rob McLeod. He's also a farmer. I got in touch with him because last Tuesday was the 15th annual Cow Appreciation Day. I was excited when I first heard about it. I love cows. I like how large and docile they are. I like their big eyelashes. I even like driving past a field that's just been fertilized with manure. And there are lots of reasons to appreciate cows. They're our source of milk, cheese, butter, leather, beef, gelatin, and tons more. But then I learned that Cow Appreciation Day has its origins in none other than the fast food chain Chick-fil-A. On the so-called holiday, Chick-fil-A gives a free meal to anyone who comes in dressed as a cow. The idea seems to be that customers would be flagrantly choosing one kind of fast food, chicken, over another, the hamburger. In other words, it doesn't have much to do with appreciating cows at all. But I do appreciate cows, and so does my friend Rob. So I asked him to talk about it. I have one dairy cow, which I guess makes me a micro-dairy farmer, and 26 beef cows. I guess I like the way they look on the landscape, which in this day and age is a very conditional statement because most cows aren't out where they belong in fields grazing, but mine are. And to me, it's just one of the most beautiful, peaceful, calming sights that there is. But it goes a lot deeper than that because carefully managed cows can make an open grassland environment better, more productive better more hospitable to different kinds of wildlife better. Nesting birds, meadow nesting birds, foxes, just rich interwebs of life. When humans made the transition from hunter-gatherers to agricultural farmers, the price for having readily available protein is an insane amount of work. Every day in the summer, I'm moving fence because my cows get new pasture every day. Every day, twice a day in the winter, I'm out, regardless of weather, feeding hay to my cows, which I spend a large part of my summer putting up, as farmers say. But I find it's really satisfying work. And that kind of work is what I've fallen in love with. For the rundown on WNYU, I'm Anna Van Dyne.
After five years since the death of Eric Gardner, Attorney General William P. Barr ordered that the case be dropped on July 16th. Gardner, who had been suspected of illegally selling cigarettes, was put in a fatal chokehold by police officers, and could be heard repeatedly saying, I can't breathe, over the course of a cell phone recorded video. Put your hand behind your back right now. I can't breathe! 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 Once again, police beating up on people. Back up right here. Back up, then get on that step. Okay, back up. Despite the video striking many as a clear-cut example of police brutality and poor police practice, a Staten Island grand jury decided not to indict Officer Daniel Pantaleo, who can be seen in the video choking Mr. Gardner. Up until this recent decision, for the last five years, the Justice Department has been divided on this case, as the department's Civil Rights Division recommended prosecution, while the U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn believed that there was not enough evidence. It's also very important to note that Officer Pantaleo has been continuing to work on desk duty for the NYPD while the investigation has been dragging on. In a New York City Hall press conference, Mr. Gardner's mother, Gwen Carr, expressed her anger towards the way the DOJ handled the situation. Um, good afternoon, everyone. As we know, this is a day that will go down in history that the DOJ did not move forward. Why they didn't move forward? because our lives don't matter. And look what administration we're under. This should have been taken care of years ago. This should have been taken care of under the Obama's administration. Then we would have had a fairer playing ground. But today, what are we faced with? We're still faced with people who don't care about our lives. Five years. We've been out here on the forefront. We've been on the ground. I've been out here with a lot of these supporters who have been backing me up for five years. And what did they do? They waited for the day, the day before my son's fifth anniversary that he was murdered. Despite the verdict, Ms. Carr continued to say how her son's death would not be in vain. My son's death is not going in vain. We're going to fight this to the last straw. If I'm the only one out on the street and I got all of these supporters behind me and those that you don't see, it's just, it, it just can't happen like this. He was my son. I was supposed to protect him. When I born him, I said, I will protect you. And at that day, I could not protect him. So now I must protect his memory. While most of the blame was towards the verdict of the Attorney General and the DOJ, Rhetoric criticizing Mayor Bill de Blasio's failure to fire Officer Pantaleo directly was a common trend among speakers, starting with Eric Garner's sister, Alicia Gardner. My beef is with de Blasio. I've had enough. Me as a city worker, my mother as a civil servant, we have been disrespected. It's not fair. It's unfair. And him, his wife, as a black woman, let me say something to you, Ms. de Blasio. I think you should have stepped up as a better woman to your husband to let him know that you have a black son and so does he. Because I'm sick and tired of sitting back and being quiet because y'all don't really see or hear from me too much, but y'all gonna hear from me right now because enough is enough, okay? My mother has been on the forefront. My niece Erica died on the forefront. We're not gonna take any more deaths here. Eric died in the hands of a police officer that was more supposed to be protecting us, not killing us. Enough is enough. De Blasio, 
Step up, do your job, stop trying to be a president when you can't even be a mayor. Okay? Enough is enough. I'm calling you out. Get here today. Get here today, not tomorrow. Get here today because there's some work that got to be done tonight. Additionally, New York City public advocate Jamani Williams made mention of Mayor Bill de Blasio, stating that how he, along with the New York City Police Commissioner James O'Neill, have not provided any justice for the Eric Garner family. Bill de Blasio and James O'Neill have not provided any justice for the Eric Garner family. These are not Republicans, and this is not Donald Trump. These are people who call themselves Democrats and progressives. Woo! I don't even know the words to say what's happening. These are the people who try to tell us they care about black and brown lives and do nothing about it, who won't say black lives matter. My message to Bill de Blasio, who had the authority to do something for five years and did nothing, you cannot be president. You cannot get the Democratic nominee if Daniel Pantaleo is still on the force. Right. You can bring your wife out and you can bring your son and your entire family who are lovely people. But that does nothing for the broken promises to the black and brown people of this city, the backs of which you were elected to reform the police That's department. Right. Public advocate Williams also demanded that the NYPD not make mentioning of Eric's name in vain unless there is transparency and accountability in the police department. But I gotta say, because there are some things that have gone better, but retraining, the neighborhood policing, none of that will mean anything if there's no transparency and accountability in the police department. You have failed there. Do not take this to the nation. We don't want it. James O'Neill, I have some faith in you. Provide some justice for this family. We are in a space where black and brown people and women, side vans, are in danger and cannot trust this system. That's right. Bill de Blasio, do something or don't mention Eric Garner's name ever again. That's right. Woo! Woo! Later, Speaker Corey Johnson also weighed in on the case, stressing how although the decision is outrageous, inexplicable, and wrongheaded, it is not surprising given our current political landscape. The Trump administration, as we know, does not value civil rights, no. and all of us are very, very sorry to Gwen and her family for continuing to have to be re-traumatized throughout the last five years. But as Gwen said, we can assure you, all of us who are standing here today, that this fight is far from over. This horrific decision came on the eve of the fifth anniversary of the death of Eric Garner, and it took five years, five years, for the Department of Justice to deny justice. It only took us five seconds to see that Eric Garner was choked to death. Five years of injustice to watch a five-second video to see what was happening. Someone must be held accountable for Eric's death. The public trust is at stake. As of July 17th, when asked on a local New York City radio show, Ebro in the Morning, whether Mayor Bill de Blasio will fire Officer Pantaleo, the mayor stated, 
everyone gets due process. By state law, that is the police commissioner's decision, and there will be a decision next month. For the rundown on WNYU 89.1 FM, I'm Harrison Vijay Choi. going to do it for us here tonight. As always, if you like what you hear, want to hear something different, or want to celebrate National Cow Appreciation Day with us in the future, send us an email through news at wnyu.org. That's once again news at wnyu.org. Additionally, if you want to keep up to date with all your episodes of The Rundown, give us a listen and rating over on the podcast app. So thank you for listening to The Rundown here on WNYU 89.1 FM New York. I'm Harrison Choi. Sick Transit Glory is next, and I'll see you next week, same time, same place.